Chattahoochee, copyright 2023, by Randy Cooper. All rights reserved. No parts of this podcast may be used or reproduced by any means without the expressed written permission of the author. Chattahoochee, Chapter 2. The ringing brought to my mind the pain in my head. I hated taking calls when I'm not really sure if I'm sober yet. Dvorak, which means I hate cell phones in Russian. Get your ass up. It's time to go to work. Ditch the tie and your fancy shoes and grab a pair of jeans and some hiking boots. You got them, don't you, Dvorak? The voice squawked in a distinctly Italian and heavy New York accent. Jesus Christ, LT, you got me on some kind of a force march? The sheer memory of marching all over Paris Island rattles my backbone to this day. Cut the bullshit, Dvorak. I ain't got time to play we use today. You got a pen? You's gonna need it. Geez, LT, why don't you just text it to me? Because Dvorak, I ain't your damn secretary. You want to fart around and you want to go to work while you still got a job. As I took the directions down, I knew exactly where my lieutenant was talking about, although it's been at least 25 years since I'd been there. I remembered arriving there long ago on many occasions, but most of the time I certainly didn't remember leaving. I hung up the phone after promising to arrive at a time I knew wasn't even humanly possible. It was then I spied the curve of her naked backside peeking out from under the sheets. Come on, sweetheart. Party's over. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. She looked up at me with pouty lips, and I just wanted to run. Now, Craig, is that any way to treat your girlfriend? I was on my way to the bathroom to see if I could drag a razor across my face so it would at least appear as if I'd made some half-hearted attempt to shave. Listen, Cindy, I began talking to her from the bathroom while lathering my face. Mindy, whatever, you are not my girlfriend. I pay you to have sex with me. It's that simple. Now what part of get the fuck out do you not understand? I thought I had portrayed the terms of our relationship quite clearly. There was a long silence. Call me? I didn't answer, and with that she hurriedly grabbed her things and was gone. Thank God for small favors. I had just put my jeans on and was sitting on the edge of the bed tying up my boots when I saw it. Even those citizens who aren't drug users could venture a guess what this four-inch glass tube burned on one end and brown on the inside might be used for. On the street, they call it a stem or a shooter, but I just call it a crack pipe. Jesus, Cindy, I said as if she was here. I told you never to bring this shit into my house. I walked into my bathroom, wrapped it in toilet paper, and laid it on the floor. One step of my boot shattered it, and I threw the whole mess into the toilet and flushed it. I walked into the kitchen and pulled up a small juice glass and then reached up for the bottle of Jack Daniels above the stove. I poured myself one finger, but decided today, today of all days, I certainly deserve two. I held my head back and took the fire water down my throat in one gulp. Then I lit a cigarette, locked the door, and scrambled out of my apartment. When I got into my car, I couldn't help but thinking that maybe we weren't all that different. Cindy, I mean. 
or or was it Mindy? Whatever. What I mean is, I'm just as trapped in my job as she is in hers. Trapped, I guess, is a good word for a job you hate. Well, I, I don't know whether I hate it. I, I used to love it, but lately I started thinking, here it is on a beautiful day and I'm late for an appointment with a corpse. How many people experience that? Normal people never do. Now I'm starting to sound like my ex-wife. Screw it. Grunt through it, just like the Marine Corps. Head down, one foot in front of the other. Whew, there, I feel better. Actually, I'd feel better if I had another drink. I could have sworn I had a flask in this car somewhere. Damn, I'm already here. Well, this should be interesting. The National Park Service was shuttling people back and forth across the river using a small boat that looked as if they'd got it from the Navy SEALs. I was just putting my foot out onto the small sliver of sandy beach when I heard her voice. You're late again, Dvorak. I looked up at her and I wanted to kill her. Now to be quite honest, a homicide detective should know not to even think that. I've seen too many times that that kind of crap has been used against people in court. It's true though, I did want to kill her. But man, did she look great standing up there on the bank. She's got this fantastic chocolate skin, and she looked like the near 100 degree temperature wasn't bothering her a bit. Hell, if she lost another 20 or 30 pounds, I'd be all over that. If, of course, her husband wasn't a former Falcons linebacker who looked as if he was still on the active roster. Forgive me, my queen. Your servant is ready. Sarcasm is just one of my many skills. Very funny, Craig. I'm out here with crime scene, the medical examiner, a dead body, and multiple witnesses to interview. And where's my partner? I opted not to blurt out that I was sleeping with a hooker. No, sir, Rebob. Miss Tyra Washington is a choir member at the First Christian Community AME Church in Roswell, and she is already far too occupied with my salvation. The very fact that she has me as a partner proves God has a sense of humor. I was in the middle of something, I replied. See, I didn't lie. She rolled her eyes as if she was wondering about believing anything I might say, but just chose to ignore me instead. Here's what we have. White female, early 20s, probable cause of death, blunt force trauma. Found nude in the water by a group of teenagers swimming. I have the teenagers separated, but haven't interviewed them yet. Parents are on the way. The body hasn't been in the water long, but long enough for decomp to begin. The Emmy thinks she was tied to the bottom in a hurry, because we found one leg tied, but the knot on the other end was pulled loose, probably by the decomposition gases, which also caused the body to rise to the surface. No ID on the body yet. Emmy says he can do the cut tonight. I assume I can count on your participation from this point forward. Enough already, Tyra. I was just getting started and already tired of her bullshit. You said the cause of death is blunt force trauma. We got a weapon? Nothing yet. We're looking for it now. Believe it or not, this little splotch of land is bigger than it looks. Well, you did a good job so far. 
I think you should take the lead on this one. Nice try, Dvorak. But in case you haven't put two and two together yet, you would have noticed that this is a young girl killed in a public recreation area in safely suburban North Fulton County. This is going to be a media circus. They want none other than their rock star leading this one. This one is yours, baby. My reputation precedes me. Okay, I gotta admit, I got lucky a few times and things kind of fell into place for me on some very high-profile cases, and I garnered some prize commendations and excellent press because of it. Well, why do you think we got the call on this when we weren't even on shift, she added. I told you my partner was smart. Well, maybe I didn't, but she is. If it weren't for her, they would have all noticed their golden boy had begun a downward slide. Hell, I've been working so much lately just to keep my head above water, or more like out of the toilet, I hadn't even realized I was off shift. If you can't tell, I have no life. I just figured everybody else was busy, I replied. She scowled at me. You figured wrong. Now when the parents get here, you take the three males, and I'll take the two females, and then we'll switch. Not so smart after all. It sure sounded like she was taking the lead to me. Of course, she's been carrying me like this for a while. Looking at the scene, I began to hear sounds in my head taking me back to another time. As I walked the crime scene, I silently heard Leonard Skinnerd, the Doobie Brothers, Bad Company, and Bachman Turner Overdrive. I was almost smiling by the time I got to the body, but then I saw her face. It's the look they all have. I see that look in my dreams. It's the look that cries out for justice. It calls me to action and makes me accountable to them and a grieving family. The weight of the world has been placed upon my shoulders in an instant. Either I find who did this horrible act to this once beautiful girl, or a killer remains free. Again, I ask myself, what could possibly possess one human being to do this to another? After all we've accomplished as a civilization, from moonwalks to Dick Tracy smartwatches, why do we still want to bash each other in the head? The more relevant question, though, is how and why did I ever put myself in this position where this becomes my cross to bear? Her eyes were open. I could hear her in my head. Craig, help me, Craig. A jolt ran through my body as if I was being electrocuted. God, I am losing it, or what? Come on, Craig, just once more, let's do this thing. It's just another case, just another case. But I couldn't think of it like that. I looked at her now, not as a body, but as family. She's somebody's daughter. I'm gonna have to talk with her parents. The worst news a parent can possibly have delivered will be delivered by me. The bad news, Mr. and Mrs. Victim, is your daughter's skull was crushed by some psychopath who has no remorse, compassion, or feelings. Your daughter experienced an intensely terrifying death, and her body was used like a piece of meat, then disposed of like garbage. The good news is, I switched to my mighty mouse singing voice, I'm here to save the day. 
I'm either a hero or a goat. There's no middle ground. Either I find the bastard who did this or I don't. It's as simple as that. So there it is. All eyes are on me. Like a bottom of the ninth batter or a late in the fourth quarter field goal kicker, I have once again placed myself smack dab in the middle of the spotlight. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. If I succeed, the only thing I have to look forward to is the next two to three years helping the district attorney prepare for a trial to send this loser, who is probably a career criminal with a record mile long, to death row at Jackson. There, he'll wait another decade until appeal after appeal is exhausted, and then we'll finally get to send this son of a bitch straight to hell. More than likely, though, he'll weasel out of some type of plea bargain and beg to spend the rest of his life in the care of the Department of Corrections. Compliments of the citizens of our fine state. If I fail, however, my every move, my every decision will be questioned by my boss, my peers, the department, the press, and the public. I'll forever carry that stigma as if I was the killer's accomplice, contributing my incompetence and ineptitude to this brutal slaying. Everybody's got to bring something to the table, and I, Craig Dvorak, have shown up at this party empty-handed.